What is up, Rangers? Those of you who are in the understory against your will, and those of you who are in the understory on paper, on purpose, Wade Skalski here, the understory lawyer. All right, discovered advance. Uh, kind of a one of the things I love about doing podcasts every day is it forces you to find lessons in normal places. Uh, so today's process is this. Shower curtains have a standard. Sit back, relax. Let's light the lander. Well, hello there, Rangers. Wade Skalski here, lawyer, entrepreneur, and your guide to the understory. There are monsters and bandits here, but if you are stuck in your 9 to 5 and you want to start or grow a business, this is the place for you. Remember, admission to the understory is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. Well, hello there, team. Wade Skalski here, problem solver, playwright, and founder of Clear the Field. Today's process is this. There is a standard for shower curtains. It's 12. As we open it up, let's light this candle. All right, so, as you are all well aware, I'm in a new house. Uh, We got all of our possessions in California down to two uh, four by eight pods. So that's, uh, they're not the pods you're thinking of, like by the actual name, the pods are the U-Haul and moving boxes. And, uh, they're not big. They're like four by eight. We got rid of a lot of stuff because I didn't want to, uh, I, I had this anticipated being in my mother-in-law's house for like a while. And, um, I didn't want to pay a million dollars for storage. And frankly, all of our stuff was destroyed by our children, uh, in their in different ages and, uh, our various hard living of a, of a, of a couple before kids. Uh, um, so there are a few things that we have to purchase to fill in the house that you don't think of, like shower curtains. Okay. So, uh, my wife bought a shower curtain, a really cute shower curtain for my daughter, um, with mermaids on it in the, her, her, their bath, the kid's bathroom. Right. And so it's cute, super cute. However, uh, she forgot the liner. Okay. And uh, so the, we, we were, you know, the, the shower curtains up and nobody could take a shower in there because there's no liner. It looks great, but it's not usable. And so the, my job was, is that, you know, I have a little, I have a little uh, app on my phone that has projects on it that I just add things to when I see them. So the, one of the to do's is the store stores, errands, whatever it's by liner. So I go to the store and I just bought a liner. I didn't even think about it. I didn't know if you know, it was there was a certain like heavy or medium or whatever. I just grabbed the first thing I did because I don't like complicated economic transactions, and I'm a, I'm a man, and so I don't agonize over decisions when I'm in there. Uh, that's just my personality. There are I'm sure there are men that are, that do. I'm sure there are women that do both as well. Let's not get caught up in gender stereotyping, judging, shaming. But my wife takes a long time for decisions. I do not. She happens to be female. I happen to be male. Maybe it's gender-based. Maybe it's personality-based. Regardless, I make quick decisions. That's all you need to know. Um, and so as I'm driving home and, and I, I start thinking to myself, I'm like, how many holes does this have? And is it the same number of holes that the other shower curtain or that the actual uh, the, the, the liner have the same number of holes that the shower curtain does? Because if it has an odd number of holes and there are different holes, then it's going to look all wonky and that's not good because my wife does not like anything in the house look wonky and then I'll be required to return to the store and do what I hate 
which is return things. I hate returning things. I don't send back bottles of wine. I don't return things to the store when I buy the wrong thing. I've already moved on. I have moved on. I do not, I, once a task is completed, I do not revisit it. My wife likes to return things. It drives me crazy. Uh, and so I got home and I discovered that in fact there is a standard for uh, shower curtains and it's 12. There are 12 holes in the shower curtain. There are 12 holes in the liner. We have 12 of the little loops that put them together. So we're good. So I didn't have to waste a lot of time worrying. All the time I spent wasted. All the time I spent worrying about, am I gonna have to take this back? Wasted, wasted time. But the sort of the lesson from it is, is that one, don't get creative on things that you don't need to be creative about. So I have, I have people that I work with that are like super, super, super creative, super high in openness, super creative. As John Lennon says, they're an artist. If you give them a fish, they will make art out of it. And uh, it's, it's, that's how they are. And so like, if they need a shower curtain, they would make one, right? They would be like, and then, and then but when they make one, if they don't know that the standard is 12, then they're gonna get, they're gonna go buy a liner because unless you can roll a plastic liner off of some sort of some sort of contraption in your house, then you're gonna run into all sorts of execution problems. And uh, so, like, get creative on get creative in the right area. Be creative on things that need creativity, but do not spend an extra an extra ounce of time on anything that has a standard. Use the standard. Don't try to be cute. Don't try to be unique. Don't try to be like, well, I, you know, for the longest time, I had this thing where, you know, I wouldn't read books before like 1960 because my whole, my whole theory on it was, well, if it's, you know, enough time has passed that all the shitty books, nobody cares, no, you can't get them anymore. And all the good ones kind of survive the test of time. And that's okay. But there are, you know, there, there wasn't an internet in the fifties and sixties. So, you know, kind of, you know, that, that's trying to be unique for, for the sake of being unique, right? It's like silly. You know, you've got to be able to buy books on the internet if you want to do things on the internet. Uh, otherwise, I'm doing like Pony Express. That's not working in business. So, but that wasn't an effort for me to try to, you know, make my, this was also when I was 21 years old when I was a total dipshit, but it was uh, an effort by me to try to be like, oh, I'm unique and smart and I... I don't, you know, read books unless they're published before 1960. So it's kind of a conversation stopper. And it, it really would throw people off at cocktail parties. So they'd say, hey, I read this book. And I'd be like, what year was it published? And they'd be like, ah, oh, like a year ago. And then I'd be like, I don't read any books before 1970. So I just came off like a jackass, which is, I do constantly, uh, mostly with my wife. But, but uh, you know, try to stick to the standard. We read all books, like all years. Just read the good ones. You can figure it out now. There's reviews. And... So when there's a standard, use the standard because you actually only have so much creative capital. It's, it's a very precious resource. One, you have to learn how to cultivate it and not destroy it. Two, you have to learn how to create your environment around you so that it, it feeds it and doesn't suck it away. And, you know, and three, creative things take time. And so you, you don't want to be engaging silly creative projects when there's a standard. Use the standard. If there's a standard, use it. And then decide on exactly what you're gonna be creative about and then you can break the standard in that. But for shower curtains, just use the 12. 12 holes in a shower curtain, even if you make it yourself. Don't, because then you're gonna to have to make your own liner and I'm fairly certain that unless you, your family owns some kind of manufacturing 
company, you're not going to be able to do that. And so I was excited when I got home to realize that there was, in fact, a standard for shower curtains, which makes sense because they're mass-produced on a mass scale. So if I would have thought about it for one second, I would have been like, I shouldn't have to worry about this. I'm sure they're all the same. Regardless, make sure that you pick very carefully when you deviate from the standard and do it on purpose. Don't do it just to be cool at cocktail parties and you don't read books published before 1970. So as we close it down, what I want you to do is get out your working papers. If you don't have working papers, the link below will have the working journal set one, the foundation, which is the beginning of teaching about working papers, the philosophy behind them, and and help you kind of get a mind shift on that. And then if it's not there yet, it's because I haven't completed it yet, it'll be there. But if it's not there yet or you just don't want to get it, then get a get a tropper keeper from like you're in third grade, stick a notebook in it, get a you know, get a spiral notebook that has, you know, unicorns on it and use that as your working papers. It doesn't really matter. You can you know use napkins and put them all together in a backpack. I don't care. But write it down on a piece of paper and keep it all in the same place. Take out your working papers or your unicorn binder. And in one of the three areas of career, connections, and creations, think about in one of those places where you're not adhering to the standard, and you should. Here's one for free. If your wife tells you or your girlfriend tells you, don't give me anything for Valentine's Day, she says it's okay, she's lying to you. Stick to the standard. Get her some chocolate and flowers. Don't worry about it. So as we shut it down, remember, there is no end. You have to stand the path. If you are listening to this podcast and you are an online entrepreneur, I know exactly what it feels like to be you because I am one. I know what it's like to know that you are smart and work your ass off but always feel like you cannot get traction. I know what it feels like to have your spouse support you outwardly, but on the inside, they're saying to themselves, is this going to work? And I know that you want to create something in business, but you always end up chasing the same dollar over and over. Or maybe you want to create something in the arts, but you feel like you shouldn't play there. So you wander in the forest, stuck in the understory. I spent over 40 years there fighting the same monsters and bandits over and over. And when I discovered that if you learn what the understory is and you start to go there on purpose, you can find a clearing where you have clarity and power in your commerce, connections, and creations. You handle the forest like a badass ranger with the proper mindsets and skill sets that you need. Not once chosen for you by some guru or your parents, but chosen by you on paper, on purpose. We can walk the understory together, but I cannot find you unless you raise your hand and say, I'm over here. Subscribe to my email list at understorylawyer.simplecast.com. Let's find your clearing together, a place free of entanglements, a place with a bedrock foundation, and a place where you set the boundaries, not anyone else.